Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you for joining us here on Radio Taiwan International. Up next, I have for you hashtag Taiwan and status update. But today is Monday, and like every other weekday, we're starting off like we always do with a little bit of here in Taiwan. Hello and welcome to Here in Taiwan, which we stream live to Facebook and record for shortwave radio. If you're joining us on Facebook, today is August 16th, while to, uh, if you're listening on shortwave, it is Tuesday, August 17th, by the magic of delay. Oh, I thought you were going to say it for a second. I always <laughs> say it. I always say it. Uh, in this show, I'm also going to say this thing that you always hear, Stash. In this show, we talk about the news that doesn't quite make our website, uh, doesn't quite make our headlines, but we still find newsworthy. Yeah. Uh, but today I'm going to share with you a bit of personal news uh, and try and explain, for our Facebook stream at least, why we're coming to you rather so tardy. Uh, next, Stash has a story about how Thailand dethroned Taiwan at a competitive thing. Um, I just want to say it because I don't want to give it away too fast. Uh, it's because Thailand and Taiwan had a bit of competition. Yeah, back and, in and the a Olympics. bit of time on their hands, yeah. really. Uh, and then I'm going to tell you about the travel bubble with Palau is resuming in Taiwan. Ooh. And then a poll tells people, a uh, shows, that people want cash and not stimulus vouchers for mm. an upcoming stimulus program uh, aimed at resuscitating the economy in the wake of this new COVID-19 outbreak. All that more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. Don't go away, and if you're on our stream, don't click away. All right, Stash, you want to hear my personal tragedy? I want to hear all about your personal tragedy. So yesterday morning uh, was Sunday, right? Yesterday was Sunday, and it was a weekend, and I went home. Well, I was at home, and the first thing, what's the first thing you do when you uh, wake up? You know, aside from go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, next thing you know is take a look at the fridge, what's going on in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I opened the fridge, and I was like, gee, sure is warm, this fridge. Um, And I thought that was because I didn't close the door correctly overnight right, 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 right. and the, the air escaped right but then i waited a few more hours and then i opened it up and the butter was butter was still soft and i was like okay something's wrong with this oh uh, uh, was this the, so did you check the freezer as well or was i it checked just... the freezer but the thing is the freezer everything is frozen in there so it takes a lot oh, longer for yeah, yeah. it to, for you to be able to tell if there's a, a dramatic drop in temperature uh yeah so my fridge broke and i I have among, and I just made a grocery run too. That's the most frustrating thing about this, right? Had I not made such a substantial run to the grocery store beforehand, like I would be able to handle this. I'm like, okay, at least the fridge is empty and it's it's easier to handle. No, I had a, um, I had a full grow, a full fridge and I didn't know what to do with it. I had like frozen chops and I had ice cream. That was the worst thing. Like the Wait, ice, you, you ice cream in the fridge or in the I'm freezer? I'm in the freezer, the okay, freezer. Right, right, right. But I didn't know if the freezer was going. Right, yeah. And did you have, because, so I presume you ate the ice cream. I did, I ate, I ate a whole carton of ice cream by myself. 
<laughs> like yesterday, I made. I, I made. Did I you had, have the steak as well. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I, say. The steak was salvageable because my brother lives nearby, right. and I gave him. And I put everything in a cooler, and I'm just like, you need to put everything into your freezer uh, until I get this sorted out. But, but you, I, you left the ice cream for yourself. I panicked because <laughs> the ice cream went soft. Right. It was going soft in the carton when I went. Oh no! Because I was so nervous, I was checking the um. I was checking the the freezer periodically. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, things are still staying staying relatively frozen solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I pressed the ice cream cart and I was like, oh no, oh. this one's gone. So I opened it up and you know how uh, when you eat ice cream, you're supposed to leave it out for a little bit right. to let it soften yeah, 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 before yeah. you go into yeah. it. It was already at like a soft serve consistency. So I was just like, I got to do it's something gotta, about this right now. Someone's got to do something and that person's going to be me. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, yeah, we get like these ice creams from a, a local kind of convenience store. I can imagine if I had that same problem. They they melt so fast. This yeah. particular brand, you just have to like have them. Just you gotta go, go get for at it. them. And yeah. uh, I ate a whole pint of ice cream. <laughs> if then I want to, I want to say it lasted ten minutes, but I don't think it did stay. <laughs> I was just scooping it out. Uh, uh, we have a so is Nasir is yeah. asking if you live alone. No, I don't live alone. I uh, I live with my dad. He's um. He's a little elderly. He's getting up there in age, so I'm just there to make sure he's okay and to help him figure out, you know, problems like this when the fridge goes out. Let me tell you something, Stash. Like, was it the... your fault though? You know, like, no, it no. Was, it's a it's a 20 year old refrigerator. Oh, that's the thing. It's, okay. We had a mechanic come and look at it today, and, and he, he was, was just like, like, "What the hell are you doing with this?" Yeah, he was just like, "Yo, this model is from 2002." I had that once in 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 Russia. I I was in Russia in a in an apartment, and I. Oh man, this 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 washing machine was just like insane. It like you had to like oh my god, just I can't even remember the steps you needed to. T- it was like once it finished, you had to wait a minute. You had to turn it off, uh-huh. wait a minute, turn it back on, and then you would like, open the door. But if you didn't wait a minute before you opened the door, which I didn't, I just literally pulled it and I snapped the handle off. And then this is like you know I was like wow okay, uh, and I got like a mechanic to come and like look at it or like a guy, and he was just like. What are you doing with this? Like, Wait, how old it's like is it? it was like tw- it was like fifteen, twenty years old. It it's a like, Soviet era. Yeah, washer. basically, you were like, he was just like, it, it was you know, it was something I was completely. Um, it didn't look like any washing machine I'd ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. It was that kind. It was that bad. Um, so I can imagine that kind of that kind of twenty year old equipment. Yeah. Just, the just guy, goes. the guy was just like, well, we've identified the problem, and you have to switch out the combor- control board and the monitor, uh, the the motor. The motor is, we still have, the control board, it's been discontinued for years, man. Oh, man. So I I made a mad dash to look at refrigerators, and um, when I went to the warehouse, every refrigerator I saw was at least like a centimeter too wide or a centimeter too tall. Yeah. And I was just like... I, I'm like, these models are great. I would yeah. buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But is it just like a weird sort of alcove in your. Yeah, in your, there's, yeah. It's, it's just, it was carved out specifically for we, a fridge. We've got the same thing in our kitchen as well. Like, we were literally, so we did like a massive clean out of our kitchen, which was like sh- shocking the amount yeah. of stuff that we had there that we didn't need. And like, and we we're all like, oh man, we could really use like a big kind of proper American style, yeah. like big fridge. Yeah. But you. But like it, like like it must be exactly the same as your house. There's like a very specific like cutout That's right. bit where the fridge goes. That's exactly what it is. I think oh, that was man. just the style at the time. Yeah, and but it's really limiting. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. how dare those people presume that we're gonna have the same how size dare fridge? They? <laughs> Are they trying to say something about yeah. my eating habits? I don't know. Anyway, uh, get this, Dash. So I look at these these fridges, these wonderful, beautiful refrigerators that are a centimeter too tall or a centimeter too yeah. wide. I go, and then I go back to uh, my car, 
uh, the right, the tire in the back and the right flat. Oh my god! It, and it was like, it, it was just like it looked pretty flat. Yeah. So uh, luckily, it, so you noticed before you started driving. Yeah, oh, okay. but luckily where I was, the warehouse had a tire like center. Oh okay. And the tire center, you know, they they gave me some air, and then they're just like, yeah, yeah, you got a nail in your tire. So I have, and then if I wanted to get a new tire there, they're just like, it's going to take two to three hours. And by this time I already sent you guys a picture and I was just yeah. like, I'm going to be late for work. I'm like, I'm not going to be three to four hours late <laughs> for work. That's insane. Go back. I go to the mechanic and, um, the mechanic's like, yeah, we can switch out your tire, but you're, you also got like brake, you, you, some brakes are <laughs> brakes are have troubles. Your steering wheel's not aligned. I'm like, sure. You think you're about to crash the thing, or was it? What do you think you were just like trying to sell you stuff while you were there? I don't know, yeah. but at this point, like it's go- like, and then here's the thing. Yeah, it's the time of the year when it's Ghost Month. Yeah, right. So Ghost Month in Taiwan traditionally means the ghost gate is open, which means all these spirits come through, and they're they're all mischievous. <laughs> you know, they're all they're all messing. They're with all you. messing with your ice cream and your your brakes. <laughs> and uh, I seriously just like I'm just I I used to not be a believer in ghosts yeah, in ghost month but now you are but today it was just like after today I was like how can I not you were just like you told me you're like you don't have to believe in ghost month <laughs> ghost month believes in you <laughs> yeah it's coming and that's it's what, coming whether you believe it or not that's what happened wait so they said they're going to take 2 or 3 hours to change your tire yeah I mean, sorry. In what world does it take two or Apparently three hours? Apparently, in Taiwan. I mean, you know, like I'm not. I'm not an expert. I don't actually drive because, uh, you know, I live in London. I lived in London. So I didn't have to really learn because the transport was so good. But, but from what I understand, you can change a tire, and I think I've seen it done like by yourself yeah, yeah. if you have a puncture, right? I think so. People have a spare tire in the back of their car. I don't think I have a spare tire. No, in I know, my but car. like in theory, you do, it doesn't take two to three hours and a special mechanic uh, to do it i don't know I don't anyway know. i st- i still have a broken fridge full of lukewarm food do you want do you do you like you know softened butter you're stash? just trying to like offload things onto me leslie actually gave me a whole bunch of pots and pans i'm oh, yeah. very grateful for How did you good you, uh, those, those, those are going good treating you okay yeah those are great okay. thank you for those nazir c says i want to download an application from the internet which is helpful to identify the language of from traditional radio that's going to be an interesting application. Yeah. Uh, I imagine just play it through... Would, play, would Google do that? You know, uh, like, how they have had, like, detect language? Yeah. Like, that'll... But do, do they... Do, is that is that true for, like, audio? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Nazir C says, We celebrated our Independence Day on the 14th of August. That's India, I believe. Uh, right? India? Ye- uh, was that India? Uh, well, India... It's I, I, I thought Nazir was somewhere else. Um... Maybe it was Pakistan. Fahad uh, Gabobe says, hello, I'm from Somaliland. Hello and welcome. Nasir Aziz is from Pakistan. Okay. Yeah, so, so India was... Uh, you're right, I think India was t- yesterday, maybe, gotcha. or even today. Um, yes. Uh, Fahad Gabobe from Somaliland. Mason Gillespie says, I made the mistake of measuring the alcove for my fridge and the elevator space, but not my kitchen door. Gotcha. Had to take off the kitchen door. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a problem, but uh, I went to one shop for a refrigerator they're just like you gotta look out for the stairwell like oh, do you have enough pivot room yeah. in the stairwell <laughs> it's gonna be like that episode of friends i mean we have yeah there's like there've been some things like we have like a big roof terrace yeah and i i mean i wasn't around when they were kind of setting it all up but i think i have some suspicion that some stuff they literally just hoisted up the side they of the building yeah. yeah 
let's see. Hey, Jen Delari's here. Delari wow. We thought you'd be asleep by now, Jen, because yeah. uh, Stash pointed out that you started a new job and you said you had to relearn how to be a morning person. <laughs> I uh, mean, you really deserve that top fan little sticker for, yeah. for sticking around with this late. Dablu Anwar says, please, one letter post by mailing address to on request. Dablu, if you sent us a, um, what's it called? The QSL. We should be getting the QSL card soon. Yeah. Nazir C says, Halloween will be celebrated in November. I think so. It's the end of October. Yeah, 31st, yeah. I believe. General Laurie, I have a spare tire in the back of my car and can place it no problem. You see, I, that, that skill set would have come so, much, so handy for what me. What are you doing, Leslie? You gotta... I know. Um, I'm gearing back my sleep schedule over the next week. Well, that's good to hear, Jen. I hope uh, you can still join us. Should we... We should, we should aim If to we be... can, you know, <laughs> broadcast at a, a reasonable yeah. hour. Anyway, yeah. that is a, a little bit of doom and gloom on my end. Let's move to the other stories. We're already halfway done with this stream, Stash. Would you believe it? I can't believe it. All right, Stash. So tell me about uh, Thailand dethroning Taiwan at a... Uh, competitive thingamajiggy, com as I said so eloquently. Yeah, so there's this online game. Uh, game is possibly a strong word for what this is. Uh, it's called Popcat. Yeah. Um, I haven't played this, but you say you have played it. It's, yeah. It, and uh, I'm going to put the link to the game in the uh, in the chat right now. Because it, yeah. it literally is just a measure of how many times you can make the cat go pop and you make the cat go pop by clicking by on clicking it. right so it just involves clicking on a cat and the cat makes a noise yeah and the cat opens its mouth every okay. that's the funny thing because the cat has a wide mouth uh, and it's like it's like you know pop pop right but um yeah so tell me about this game man. yeah so so um basically what so you know i know it sounds really exhilarating this game but what makes it more exhilarating to the netizens of the world um, is the fact that you uh, it attributes these clicks to the country where you where you where you were clicking yes. from, um, and so obviously people with a kind of get caught up in this sort of nationalistic fervor and decide to uh, to try and get their country to the top. So for a while, Taiwan actually a few days, three days ago at least, was the number one in the world. Yeah. With million, was it billions? Billions of clicks? with the B. Billions of clicks. And uh, when this thing first started, actually, Finland and Sweden, like those Northern European countries, mm. were really they had they held the leaderboard. And really? then I don't know where Taiwan came out of, <laughs> but they just went whoosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm not like very good at like computer programming or anything, but like this sounds like something you could definitely create a bot for. That would just click like do you know what i mean yeah and um the thing is like all all over the weekend like there were news reports about how people did mm. um popcat like yeah. the, how they popcatted oh no and somebody used like a massage gun oh my god yeah yeah like really? one of those massage guns <laughs> that, yeah yeah and um i think there was this one girl i did a report on her back on the uh, during the olympics mm. and she what she did this is popcat right here right? and literally all you do is just go like this wow. so you got 565 pops this is just on this phone i got another phone with like oh, a thousand oh leslie um <laughs> but here's the thing this popcat like this girl what i saw her do was she put the phone up to her mouth and she did she blew like a raspberry so yeah and apparently it just went really so apparently that works wow i want to try it on radio it probably depends on the phone it probably does yeah you turn up your sensitivity or anything um but yes so uh taiwan was number one um but now thailand has overtaken us uh, over the weekend they went into a mad clicking frenzy 
Uh, Thailand was registering 500,000 clicks a second. Uh, and by noon on Sunday, um, they had gone to um, over a million clicks a second. That's insanity. It's it's. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, but they sure didn't have a million people actually click. I don't, I don't know. I mean, no. or, I guess you have multiple clicks a second. No. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess, but I, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but the, yeah, anyway, Thai people have kind of responded to this in a, a humorous way. They've said, um, uh, sorry if Malaysia and Taiwan would think that Thai people hack, but in fact, most Thai people are unemployed because we have a bad government. <laughs> Thai is so, like, I got to <laughs> give it to Thailand. They are so on top of that self-deprecating humor <laughs> to, to a degree where I just like, I respect it. Yeah. Because they they did that they always do that self deprecating humor whenever it comes down to like internet arguments. Yeah. And um, you know, at at that point you can't really say anything about them because the worst things that have that could be said they say about themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean they definitely they 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 tr- they've tried to tie it to um the kind of milk tea alliance, which is just a kind of informal yeah. kind of net based sort of pro democracy uh movement. Where these different Southeast Asian countries or South Asian countries, including Taiwan, uh, Myanmar, Thailand, and Hong Kong, all kind of, um, and some other countries in some other uh, lists, mm. uh, kind of all, you know, all, all, all with kind of pro democracy movements uh, and all uh, who enjoy this, you know, milk tea drink. Yeah. Um, you said actually that people in Taiwan were like, oh, well, if Thailand wins, that's fine. There is a meme out there because. Um it just said like, oh, it's okay if Taiwan. They were just like, okay, Taiwan uses Popcat. Taiwan goes to the leaderboard of Popcat, and uh, sh- everybody knows Taiwan because we're number one in the world. Yeah. Thailand overtakes Taiwan, no problem, because Taiwan people mistake Thailand for Taiwan all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's actually such a big thing. I mean, it's like it's it's definitely a thing around the people from, um, well, I guess you know, uh, expats here that everyone's kind of used to people back home being like oh taiwan yeah, like yeah. bangkok kind of you it's know like oh no no, <laughs> no. Not, not that one not that one uh so yeah um so this is apparently still th- i wonder how lo- i wonder how long this will kind of go on for yeah people just keep clicking i mean these things go on forever but taiwan is still number two but uh thailand is 12 billion pops ahead of us so wow we've got they a are of, maintaining a very a strong pops lead to go all right, but uh, if you guys want to know see what this is all about, the link is in the description, or you can just go to what? Popcat.click. Not even .com. Popcat.click. <laughs> and uh, you can pop ca- you can popcat for your country all you want. Jen Delari says, I just popcatted 525 times during this story. Oh, wow. I, I think... Pop- I think uh, that means Jen popped as much as I popped. Yeah, I'm a 572 at oh, this wow. point. Oh, wow. Wow. You should have like a separate leaderboard with Jen Delari. Uh, no, no. I, I have a feeling Jen can beat me. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about this next story here. I think um, there's either the travel bubble, but we've talked about the travel bubble before. It just got restarted. Um, let's talk about another um, thing, which is uh, stimulus vouchers. Right, yeah. Now, Taiwan issued stimulus vouchers before, and this is kind of a way to resuscitate the economy because uh, there's been an economic downturn because of a COVID-19 outbreak. Mm. And uh, last time, around this time last year, the government was also just coming around from COVID-19, and then they 
uh, distributed what was called triple stimulus vouchers. So what happens is you buy into the program, yeah. and then you get consumer vouchers worth three thousand new Taiwan dollars. Yeah, so you spend one thousand, get three thousand. Yeah, you so spend one thousand, get three thousand, and then people are just like, "Well, this just sounds like you are exchanging one thousand dollars for three thousand dollars," which is technically, it's just like from a technical standpoint, mm. it's it's true, right? But the thing is, there are stipulations to the vouchers which make it special. Yeah. In that they can only be spent at certain places. Yeah. And they have expiration dates. Yeah. So the idea behind these triple stimulus vouchers is that you are buying into these vouchers for a lot of money, for more money, but you have to use them very quickly and you have to use them by a certain date. Yeah. Thereby stimulating the economy before. Uh, the dates that they expire. Mm, 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 now, mm. this plan is coming back, and the plan will be giving us quintuple our value, or originally, it was supposed to be give us quintuple our value. So what happens is, we give $1,000, they give us 5000 back. Now, people are saying, well, you know what? Gov the lawmakers are just like, well, how about we just skip the $1,000 part and just give people $5,000 yeah, consumer yeah, yeah. vouchers? And the government's like, all right, let's do that. Yeah. There was a debate before this that... um. Uh, that people say, you know what? At this point, why don't you just give give people cash? Yeah. At that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently, a poll found that around ninety percent of people would rather receive cash than stimulus vouchers, which makes sense. Yeah. Right? Cash is the is the universal language, man. Dollar dollar <laughs> bill, moolah. I guess it's the way. Like, uh, I, I I guess I mean you know I guess the, the thing with the the like with the stimulus vouchers with the kind of time limit yeah. and. The fact that their vouchers are not cash means you can't just put them in the bank. Yeah. Um. So I guess there is that advantage from like a economic sense, you know, perspective that you just that all that all that money goes back into the economy very very quickly. Yeah. Um. Whereas like otherwise, you know, people could just soak it up and just use it to pay their rent. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. If I got five thousand dollars in cash, to be honest. I would probably just put it in the bank or yeah. leave it in the bank. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely like wouldn't spend. I mean, there's nothing I need to buy for that amount at the moment. So. But with these vouchers, I'm thinking about what I'm going to buy with the vouchers, and I think I already know what I'm going to get with the vouchers. Are, are you going to get vouchers? I don't know. Am I going to get a voucher? Last time there was some debate about uh, whether or not people on visas would get vouchers or at least right. employment visas. I think they came around. Okay. To, to to allowing people. I, I, I definitely didn't get one last time, but I don't know if that was like my fault for not picking it up or like if I actually couldn't get Did it. Did you have an, an employment? I didn't have employment ARC. Okay. okay yeah. so I just had a student ARC. If it was so like it's a different. Yeah, student ARC, I don't think so. Yeah. But like your, uh, your work uh, visa would probably. Yeah, hopefully. Would, well, I'm, I'm excited in that sense. But oh, yeah. Yeah, if that's the case. Uh, so 90% of people want cash, but at the same time, like I can see why. Right, given a choice, yeah. I would choose cash. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, it's definitely more flexible. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to spend your five thousand on? Probably a new computer monitor. Well, you know what? I really could use it to put it Wait, toward my new work fridge. Or for or for home. Uh, for home, uh, I probably should put it toward a new fridge, but I like I needed a new fridge yesterday. <laughs> I can't wait until September, yeah, 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 unless yeah. I go back to like living colonial time and turn <laughs> my own butter, right? Yeah, salt pork. Yeah, get get a kind of ice cellar. I don't know what you know, like kind of they have that kind of thing. Oh, you you think an ice cellar would work in Taiwan, <laughs> man? Just become like a kind of flooded cellar very very quickly. So Pierre Laporte says uh, APRC holders ended up being able to eligible to get the vouchers after much complaining when we were excluded. And that is something about the policy that did first happen. Uh, APRC holders, permanent residents, people who were on work visas were excluded from the program. Yeah, um, which seems insane to me. It is insane because 
P- APRC holders pay taxes. Yeah. People who on a uh, regular ARCs pay taxes. Yeah. So the that exclusion was very. Uh, I don't want to say deliberate, but it it was an, it was a snub. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, a snub. And and there have been other things cases of that. I mean, I think to do with like business relief and stuff. That's still, I think it still is the case that there are some foreign business owners that aren't. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that's just unfortunate, man. Mm. But like, I don't agree. Uh, anyway, that is about all the time we have. <laughs> uh, let's see this last comment, Mason Gillespie. For my two cents, stimulus che- uh, checks make sense for extended economic downturn in order to support low-income citizens to put an influx of cash in the general economy. My goodness. People only spend things on money uh, other than necessities when they have disposable income. That would help support industries that don't fall in the necessities niche. Other things Taiwan may need that, but maybe I don't have much perspective on it. It sounds like you have a lot of perspective like a lot on it, perspective. man. Anyway, um, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Leslie Liao. I'm Sash Butler. Up next is hashtag Taiwan and status update. Don't, don't go away because those are coming up next. Hashtag Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao. Thank you so much for joining me. Every week in the show, we take a look at what's trending online in Taiwan. And this week, a dinosaur is trending in Taiwan. That's right, I said dinosaur. Now, if you listen to this show regularly, then you'll know this isn't the first time we've covered dinosaurs on Hashtag Taiwan. I guess Taiwan is just a fun place for dinosaurs to hang out. I don't know. I'd give you the detailed elaborate background of the story, but it's pretty straightforward. A dinosaur got vaccinated. Here's the story coming up now. Remember that movie Jurassic Park? You know, the one about dinosaurs escaping confinement and then terrorizing people? Well, apparently, apparently, that movie is partially based on Taiwan. Previously, we talked about how dinosaurs roamed the streets during Taiwan's one-on drills, an event where streets have to be absolutely clear. It's okay though, because that Nautisaurus Rex later apologized for its antics. A few months ago, I also talked about a woman who donned a dinosaur costume and danced for the gods. You want to guess what this week's hashtag Taiwan is about? Here's a hint, it rhymes with Schminosaurus. So Taiwan is in the middle of vaccinating its population against COVID-19. We're getting to the point where around 40% of the population has at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. And when I say population, you might think I'm exclusively talking about people, but apparently... That is a dinosaur getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Yep, this was the scene at a vaccination center in Western Taizong. Ridiculous as it seems, Twitter user James Hill points out that the pictures must mean Taiwan's vaccination program is going so well, we're now vaccinating those between 38 and 66 million years old. The dinosaur getting vaccinated went viral because of course it did. What's not to like? Vaccine? Good. Dinosaur? Good. Comedy? Good. In all seriousness though, the person in the costume is a 38-year-old woman who goes by Miss Huang. When it came her time to get a vaccine, she thought, you know what might make this really fun? I don't have to answer that question for you, do I?
Huang showed up to her vaccine appointment as a T-Rex and caught the attention of medical workers. She signed in and got vaxxed all as a T-Rex. In the video of Huang walking through the vaccination site, you can hear hysterical laughter from everyone there. <laughs> But even funnier to me is the sight of a T-Rex walking to a backdrop of the vaccination site's classical music, which is meant to relax visitors. But I don't care what kind of music is playing, if I were there, this is what would be going on in my mind. Welcome to Jurassic Park. My favorite reaction is this guy right here who's thinking, Oh no, I've seen this movie before. People online went nuts saying how cute the idea is. One user asked if dinosaurs need larger doses because of their sheer size. And another person pointed out how smart this move was considering Miss Huang could just reuse the dinosaur costume for Halloween in a few months. When asked why she did this, Miss Huang just said she wanted to entertain the medical workers at the vaccination site. She said she wanted to give them a laugh at a time when they're stressed, tense, and under pressure to get people vaccinated. And it seemed to work because Huang left such an impression that all the staff at the vaccination site asked to take a picture with her before she left. Look, now I don't know when dinosaurs will pop up next in this show, but at this point it's inevitable. But as long as their shenanigans don't involve eating us, well then, you know, I'm down for whatever, man. And that does it for this week's Hashtag Taiwan. What do you think? Amusing? Funny? Irresponsible? Scary? What would you do if you saw a dinosaur at your local vaccination center? I, for one, think that Miss Huang was just making light of a serious situation, and given what the world's been through over the past, oh, I want to say year and a half, I'd say we got to take our fun where we can. Anyway, that just about does it for this week's Hashtag Taiwan. If you liked what you heard and you want more, go ahead and hop on our Facebook page at Taiwan Insider, which is the weekly news magazine that Hashtag Taiwan is part of. You can see the video version of Hashtag Taiwan where you'll see more detailed images of a lady in a dinosaur costume getting vaccinated. Anyway, I'll be back next week, but until then, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy. I will talk to you again very, very soon. This is Status Update. Hello there. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. This is the program where we get to your letters that you write us and tell us, you know, what programs you listened to in this past week, what you think about them, how was the listening condition, and all those stats and everything. We always appreciate those. But before we get to your letters, though, we're going to update our own personal status a little bit here. Okay. I think, was it last week that I said I was going to take some time off to celebrate my 30th wedding anniversary? That's what you said. Yeah. So anyway, I went. Um, well, I think I was talking about how we made a reservation at this hotel in Yilan, um, which is like, you know, less than an hour drive away from yeah. Taipei City. It's, it's not like bad the most popular place to go to for Taipei residents. For okay. weekends. Yeah. yeah, for weekends because it's so close by. Um, because of COVID and and I think especially it was because, remember there was a time like about two weeks it was like pouring every day? Yeah. It was raining so much and we're thinking like, ah, oh, it's going to be raining on a parade if we go. 
mm. you know, during that time. So we said, we'll put it off. But, you know, it's a 30th wedding anniversary. It's yeah, a yes. big anniversary. It is a big one. So I was going like, can't we? Well, actually, it was my husband who said that, well, we can still do something. I said, oh, really? Like, where? Like, what? He said, well, maybe go stay at a different hotel in Taipei. We don't have to go far. I said, oh, that was a great idea. Yeah. And he let me choose a hotel, which I thought um, I spent like a couple of hours trying to find the best deal. And um, I found this place where it's one night and one meal. Well, it's breakfast. All included for $3,999. Oops. How's that? Um, what's that in English, US dollars? That's pretty that's, expensive. But well, no. Like it, not considering. A hundred some? Yeah. Dollars? But considering if it's a five-star hotel. <coughs> okay, okay. And right in the posh Xinyi district. Okay. So it actually is. It was a very good deal. So um, I thought that was wonderful. And we stayed at this place called, I kind of like the name of it. It's called Humble House. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a very humble, humble location. <laughs> You're in downtown. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was really nice. And the thing is that, um, I mean, with COVID, you know how we can, now it's open to dining in. Mm. But um, I really, really don't like how they put partitions. And then how you have to sit opposite each other. And then with a partition in the middle, mm. and it just doesn't feel romantic. How can you feel romantic with the, you know that kind of seating? Mm. So I, I, you know, I just told my husband. I said, make sure that we find a place to eat. That's because you know we're checking at three. There's a dinner, and then there's right. also lunch the next day mm. because breakfast is in, included in right. the stay. So we went to this Chinese. Um, it's Taiwanese food restaurant. That's it's called Xinye Xinye. Oh, okay. It's 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 an old. Um, Taiwanese restaurant chain but um, it's just this is authentic Taiwanese food and I was so glad that when I got there because we're only two of us we got to seat in a four-seater with no partitions uh. so we just had to sit on the opposite side of each other no, no not the opposite you know like one to the right and the other one to the left yeah. and so yeah you're not sitting opposite the other person but anyway so no partitions. Oh, I'm so glad we found that place. It it was just great. The food was wonderful. Um, they would show us the dish, and then they would go and and like divide it into two portions. So everything was portioned out for us mm. and brought to our, our seat. So it was just a wonderful, really filling, awesome dinner. Um, this restaurant is famous. If you ever, John, go to this restaurant, the Taiwanese, because they've I've got Malaysian. Uh, cuisine mm. uh, under the same you know the same company mm. and then there's the Taiwanese um, uh, cuisine and then there's also um, like hot pot mm -hmm. and then there's also Japanese all-you-can-eat buffet wow it's all under the same company and if you ever go to the Taiwanese the genuine Taiwanese restaurant of Xinye you have to Oh, but you're vegetarian. Well, not really. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, let me just say it for everybody here who can hear me. Um, you have to go for the, um, it's the um, it's the pig's liver, but it's yeah, done so yummy. I'm not a fan. They're really, really famous for that. <laughs> okay. It's more like, what is it? It's like um, fried, fried hand fried, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. But it's like so good. And the other thing they're famous for is the um the turnip cake um oh, turnip I love that. egg pancake, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the turnip pancake. I am a fan of that. Made of you know with eggs and and um these um, pickled turnips, mm -hmm. but they're not that salty like most other places. Right, it's like so good. Yeah. It's 
Yeah, anyway, these are the two famous, famous dishes of this restaurant. Anyway, I'm prom- helping him promote here. <laughs> okay, so um, that's the whole scoop. That was just wonderful. Mm. And we actually had some leftover <laughs> because my husband ma- ordered too much. <laughs> um, at least, you know, we brought it back to the hotel room so that we can have um, midnight snack. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, how can I miss this? Actually, for um, before we checked in, um, we decided to go to a movie. You know, if you go in the morning... Um, show like a matinee? it's cheaper yeah okay. matinee is cheaper and we brought our son with us oh okay because you know he's living at home and you know yeah <laughs> he can be part of the celebration so we went to see uh, Black Widow okay Were yeah good? it was good it was good I think my son was happy and then we um, later we went to a restaurant right in the movie theater um, it's uh, I think it's a Japanese style um, I mean it's it's a Japanese company's but Italian cuisine and Bellini. But anyway, that's I'm, I'm giving away all the names here and helping them promote. That's a Japanese it, company? I've eaten there before. I think it's a Japanese company, isn't it? I don't think it is. And and they serve Italian food. It's spaghetti and everything. It's yummy anyway. It is it's good, really good. But it is good. I've been there in a long ages. but Yeah, I know. So that was great. No partitions as well. Yeah. We had a long table to ourselves. And the three of us were like alternating seats of each other. Mm. I am so glad. I'm just so pleased that two two night. I mean, two day one night thing that we did, and so um, mm. that's our first part celebration of our thirtieth <laughs> wedding anniversary. Yeah. yeah, I will be going over to Elan because we have to go. Um, um, it expires like end of October. Mm. Ooh, that's Ho- pretty soon. Hopefully by then it's all sorted the weather out has COVID. cleared up and and yeah, there's more freedom. And my husband hopes to be able to swim in the swimming pool because <laughs> he 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 loves swimming. So if that, I mean, if that's possible, that'd be great. I had my but, first um, outdoor dining experience in forever Right, as well. right. Yeah, I think I heard about that. What do you think? Um, I was very nervous. You were very nervous. I'm not vaccinated. I haven't not gotten, oh, met, I haven't right. gotten a single, a single notification about when I can get vaccinated. Even. Right. Well, There's you went with your roommate, right? He, is yeah. he, he's not vaccinated either. No. And I was like, this is oh. probably a terrible idea. But then I realized that... <laughs> Whose idea was it? Your not, roommate? No, not mine. Not <laughs> oh, mine. Okay. Okay. When I got there, though, I changed my mind because I was like, we should, we should just do takeout. Come on. We're not vaccinated. This oh, is yeah? stupid. But no, I changed my mind because there was no one there. Ah, ah. And I yeah, was like, yeah, well, we yeah. live together. So if one of us has it, <laughs> they probably chances are we've already given it to each other. Right. And there's no one else around, so oh this is fine. And there okay. were there were partitions but not between us. Okay. And nobody really bothered we we portioned up our food ourselves. But uh-huh. some of the stuff came separately, but Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, was so a, that surprisingly, wasn't too bad. Surprisingly normal. I was mm-hmm. really worried that it was gonna be like packed and we'd oh. have to yeah, same here. When I say the hotel, we know there weren't that many people staying at the hotel because right. in the morning when we had went for breakfast at the restaurant, there was hardly anyone there. Maybe two other tables, you know, and it's and we're, they, but they were like sitting way far away from us. I haven't been anywhere since May, so it was just a strange, a bit surreal of an experience. Yeah, when this outbreak started, I've just been holed up ever since. So right, yeah, it's not that bad, right, John? Well, I mean, it's not way... that bad now. What my worry is that. <laughs> Uh, it's sort of it's probably like we're having a small trickle of cases single digits but I'm really worried about Delta and any sort of super spreader event yeah because as soon as someone drops their guard it's going to come back yeah you reminded me I think in the news recently 
I saw how there was like cluster infection over not in Yonghe. Near, like less than a kilometer from me. Oh my gosh, you live in Yonghe too. I was thinking about my daughter, the one who's married. She lives there. Yeah, it was all centered in the same building. Not mine, thankfully, but the oh. whole place has been I don't swabbed think be and my daughter's and Otherwise, she'll be saying something about it. Yeah, I was like, it's oh no. It's very easy to slip yes, up. Yes, I was a little worried when I saw that news because I'm thinking, oh no, oh no, it's happening again. Oh, please don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. I really... Hmm. F- really do still feel like the people in charge of getting vaccinations done aren't really acting with the urgency they should. Yeah, I wonder why. Why um, haven't I heard anything? Because we're short on vaccine doses. Like, I mean, they had a new shipment come in the other we, day. They did, it's, but it's if, still low. And they, they, we still don't have this, enough. And they make them go through like a two-week period of inspections. And it's well, by that, that, I feel like this is, this is an emergency. It this, is, we but don't it's have time protocol. For this bureaucratic nonsense. But... You know, I mean, you just have to, it's from I guess. Like, it's from a trusted factory. I know, I know. But, I mean, if it's the protocol, and it's, you know, it's worldwide. Every country has yeah. to do that. I don't know. Can't There's you nothing speed you it up do. a bit? <laughs> like, I, I what guess. are you looking for? Yeah, why two weeks, right? It's That's too long. sort of like people so, are not vaccinated here. Yeah. And my, my sister keeps telling me just go back to the States, but I can't be quarantined for that long. Oh, but there's also the risk of getting it, you know, getting COVID on a plane on the way there and yeah, everything. Yeah, but I can get a vaccine right away. And yes. I don't have to leave my car. Right. I know. And it's just the quarantine on the way back because Taiwan is still quarantining pretty much everyone, no mm-hmm. matter whether you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I just go there and do it. Uh, it's, it feels like... Can well, it can ha- be can done. We... You pre-record all your programs, John. Yeah, but I have to do the news. There are people counting oh, on Oh, well... Us cover for you oops i'm not i'm not uh, Natalie. are you are you volunteering <laughs> are you volunteering <laughs> i mean you know why not i mean it's been a while since you've been home oh, i mean no. yeah. yeah i'd be i'd be in, stuck in a hotel for somewhere for two weeks i don't want that you don't like that huh no. i know it really is boring and i have a rabbit I, mean, I can imagine oh you're yeah well i'm not getting away from him for that long <laughs> oh well your roommate would take care of it. Yeah, but... You can trust him. Yeah. You know? Nah, yeah. I don't want to no. be alone in a quarantine hotel for two weeks when I come back. Yeah, I don't like that feeling either. If it was at home, that would be different, but... Right. I know what you mean. Because, my, you know, my, the, the one who lives in Shanghai, when she yeah. came back, I mean, she was quarantined. She made it just like two the days before. When they switched over to you have to stay in a designated a, hotel. Right, right. So she was able to stay home. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I couldn't imagine myself staying yeah. you know, alone in a quarantine hotel. I'm bored. A, I'll, I'll, I, wouldn't, I don't like that. I wouldn't like that. Yeah. So, oh, well. So, anyway. Okay. But we, Let's not we think to, so much. We made it to at least one dining session without dying. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so now you feel safer. You can do it again. I'm, you can do it again. I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant. <laughs> let's see where things go. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, let's get to the letters. Okay. Um, as always, we'd love so much to hear from you guys. So write us and let us know what you think about our programs. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and YouTube and we'd like to encourage you to go check us out there and leave us a comment when you do yes please do okay so i've got a letter from tim braille of malaysia and it says here dear friends at radio Taiwan international greetings once again from sunny malaysia as with every month i am submitting three reception reports for the month of august well thank you so much your verification cures of these reports would again be much appreciated before i close i would like to pass a comment on rts programming i find that lately it's becoming repetitive um 
Yes, we do have a couple of programs that we repeat. Um, we are expecting. Uh, we're short, shorthanded. We have two people who have just left, so there's a lot of uh, yes. unmanned posts at right. the moment. Well, one uh, newcomer has joined us, but uh, um, we're expecting another one in September. Yeah. And so um, Emma is doing great. I mean, she's catching on and learning everything, but... She'll be you know, making her own shows be, in no time. Yes, yes. Hopefully uh, ease up everything here. Um, and then it says here, that is the same news stories I mentioned. Oh, well, oh, co- he meant, well, oh, yeah, the new stories. COVID, okay. It's COVID every yeah. day. Oh, 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 okay. Sorry, I wasn't reading on. Okay, I mentioned two or three times in one broadcast. It is then rehashed and rebroadcast days later. I realize not all listeners tune in as regularly as I do, so they are perhaps hearing these new stories for the first time. Personally, I would prefer to hear more programs like Ear to the Ground, Jade Bells and Bamboo Pipes. Well, Jade Bells and that's Bamboo done. Pipes, that's already retired. <laughs> and um, Time Machine. Time Machine. Oh, uh, that no, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the classics. Oh, still there, yes. Classic shorts. Uh-huh. Cultural and historical programs. Okay. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep the radio broadcast coming. Well, you need to pass that on to Natalie because we are, like, don't shoot the messenger. We just translate what we are given. <laughs> we need to have <laughs> yeah. a word with some people at the news department, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that was, again, Tim Braille of Malaysia. All right, I've got a letter here from Roger Tidy writing to us from the UK. It says here, hello again. Here is my second report on your July broadcasts, and it says that the internet audio was good. Programs heard were here in Taiwan, hashtag Taiwan, highlights, and in the spotlight. Under comments, it says this day's edition of Here in Taiwan was especially interesting because two of the items had a similar theme, namely serious mistakes made by two important Taiwanese enterprises. The first such item concerned the accidental throwing away of a consignment of COVID-19 vaccines by a warehouse that is responsible for the distribution of the vaccine. The second item concerned an error at a nuclear power station that could have had even more serious consequences. This involved the accidental pressing of an alarm button that put the power station out of action. Apparently, someone had moved a chair, which... (laughs) sometime later, was accidentally pushed against the emergency button, triggering an alarm. I know. It's all, blame it all on a chair. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, faulty design, too. Who puts a emergency <laughs> shutdown button at a, such a accident-prone yeah, that's height? True. Um, in commenting on this, John, who presented the show alongside Leslie, spoke about his reservations about nuclear power, and in particular, his surprise that the emergency button was placed at a height where it could be accidentally <laughs> triggered. Yeah. Well, at least put, like, a cover on it that you have right? to lift... It doesn't make sense. Uh, The above two stories were both interesting and alarming and were well-chosen topics for the program. The (laughs) other item in the program focused on Taiwan's Olympic athletes. This item was less interesting for me because, as I have said in previous emails, I am not a sports fan. The Olympics also featured in hashtag Taiwan, but in a different form from the coverage in here in Taiwan. I am referring here to Leslie's report about a Japanese TV commentator naming Taiwan as a country in the Olympics opening ceremony instead of using the compromised nomenclature of Chinese Taipei. Yeah, that mm. little euphemism that we use to squeak into the Olympics. Yeah. Um, facts are facts, no matter what political or linguistic tricks are deployed to deny them. And the reality is that Taiwan is as much of a country as any other sovereign state attending the Olympics or any other international event. Another short item in today's in this day's broadcast was highlights, which also had an Olympic theme. The final 15 minutes or so of the broadcast were devoted to Shirley's program in the spotlight. This featured an interview with the ultra-articulate Anne Liao, who spoke about food security and sustainability. One section of the interview made me sit up and pay attention, but not in a pleasant way. This was Ms. Liao's forecast that the meat we eat would in future be grown in laboratories and reproduced by 3D printing. Mm -hmm. This may be progress to Ms. Liao, but it certainly doesn't appeal to me. (laughs) Best wishes to all at RTI. Roger Tidy. 
All right, and that's it for this week's uh, status update. Thank you so much for joining us, and we still would love for you to write us and let us know what programs you listen to and what you think about them. Our address is PO Box One Two Three Dash One Nine Nine Taipei Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and YouTube as well, and we encourage you to do so and leave a comment. Yes, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.